live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast that comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why, including why I can't talk apparently tonight. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, well, you know, there's stuff that we want to talk about that's not always fun. And, well, if we have to go through the pain, we're going to share it. <laughs> Sorry. Part of this is also to follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. Pretty much everywhere under that name, you can find me. S-H-U-J-I-N. It's kind of hard to miss me. Let me go ahead and introduce you to a currently truncated group. I guess we'll see what happens in a little bit. Top left-hand corner of the continent in uh, uh, outside of the tsunami warning area, fortunately. Good evening, Dallin. Good evening. And now that you've said that, um, all the questions you asked me yesterday suddenly now make sense. Mm -hmm. Down from there and just a little bit to the right, Midwest of the U.S., good evening, Bridget. Good evening. I'm also not in the tsunami area either. <laughs> yes, but you're you're not nearly, you're, you're farther away than he is. is Way is, further is, away. <laughs> yes. And uh, across the pond over into Paris, France, good morning, Joseph. Good morning. It's also quite a bit away from the tsunami areas. No, it's just raining here, so. <laughs> Could be pretty much the same thing. So for those of you that are kind of wondering, what the hell is he talking about? Uh, for those of you that didn't know, because at first I didn't, there was a couple of earthquakes up, you know, Anchorage, Alaska way, you know, just a couple of days ago. And it wreaked uh, all kinds of havoc. And I got a, I got a text message on my phone from a friend of mine that lives up that way. And uh, they sent uh, the text message and said, uh, just want you to know, we're okay. Everything's fine. And my reply to that was, question mark, hell? question mark, question mark. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, I, I went ahead and I, uh, since I was at the computer at the moment, I did the whole Google machine and saw the thing and said, oh, okay. I'm glad you're okay. Good. Um, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, there was that. And yeah. uh, because of that, yeah, there were tsunami warnings all down the coasts, both for Asia and North America. So, you know, going all the way down to Australia. So keep that in mind. And then after that, I saw a tweet. You know where this is going. Go for it. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's real or not, because the, the text that it was written in did not look uh, authentic. But it was basically saying, um, uh, our the dearly beloved 45, um, meme fuel for the 21st century, uh, basically said that Alaska was lazy and allowed this to happen because they didn't pump enough seawater into the fault line. <laughs> Again, I cannot verify if this was true or not. Uh, if it is, um, you guys have to run. Because yeah, you I mean, are infinitely more intelligent than the current commander in chief. Well, we already knew that. Um, well, okay, but if, if, but if it's a troll or a poe or whatever, um, yeah, you're 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 not. That's the problem. Is that yeah? Let's let's, let's troll it, Alaska and then listen for the sound of helicopter blades flying overhead when Palin's loading a rifle. Yeah. 
but the bottom line is the content of the tweet was just stupid enough to make a person ponder, was it real? I'm going to go with, uh, pro- you know, I was about to say probably not, but considering that we had um, one person uh, talking to a military guy and asking him, look, if you've got all of the military personnel on one side of the island, is there a chance that it'll tip over? Yeah, I'm not going to put anything past it. But speaking, by the way, mystery voice, that would be uh, down into Pittsburgh this morning. Good morning, Joseph. Joey. Hey, sorry, I'm late. I I actually had showed up on time, but I turned around to pull something out of the oven and apparently forgot to just hit the join button that pops up at the black screen, right? You know, I mean, let's see. Click. Do you want to join this group? Yes. Please agree to this agreement here. Check. Okay. Hit yes. Are you ready to join the group? Can we just, can we just like cut that down to just one friggin' yes? Yeah, I, I, I got you. We've also got the small problem that, um, they may be looking at retiring Google Hangouts. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. I saw something about this that said, you know, 2020 is when they're going to be pulling the plug. Yeah. I don't know what that's supposed to be in reference to, if it's just the chat feature, but they'll keep it for, you know, us content creators. So we'll have to see what happens with that just yet. Well, Well, I took a look at OBS to see if it it has a solution. Um, It kind of does and it kind of doesn't. If if I read everything correctly, in OBS, you can create what's called a virtual camera. Yeah. But the virtual camera will then hook to Skype. Yeah. And we all know what happens after that. Yeah, I know. I know we, we, we have to deal with, uh, we'll have to deal with it as we get a little bit closer. When I get a little bit more information, we shall see, uh, by the way, for the record, you might remember, I was talking about this, uh, the previous week, the Guinness, Mm -hmm. which is uh, perfectly fine because it's in the can. Um, actually I just suddenly realized I'm looking at myself on the screen and it's, uh, it's wrong. I need to flip my camera. That's better. Now I look right to me. I mean, to me. Uh, Now, unfortunately, these don't come in single cans where I can get it. So I got a four pack. So this is number three. Uh, Because I actually had one last week. I had a second one during the week in order to show the little one what the the cascade looks like. If you've never watched what uh, what a Guinness looks like when it's pulled. Um. It's a thing of amazing chemistry. It really mm-hmm. is. Uh, it, it's something worthwhile to watch. But um, I figured, you know, okay, whatever. Yeah, Joe, I know, I know. You're looking at it and you're going... Uh... Actually, right now, I'm at, I am examining... Uh, since I pulled everything out of storage and it's all sitting just all over my apartment... Yeah, I think I heard it. And the cat is currently laying atop the tallest pile because masters of all places that are up. But I am I, I am just currently examining the extent of dirt and rust and other such damage that I may have to uh, address here shortly. Because I am currently in my hand, 
is the oldest firearm that I currently own. Not the one that I've owned the longest, but rather just the oldest. And there we go. This is a Harrington Richardson break top 32, uh, 32 short revolver dated 1887. Ooh. And if you could see it right now, I, I'm not, I don't even have a webcam hooked up, so I can't really show you, but it's okay. You could, you, if you could see it right now, you would say, yeah, it looks the part because this is a very old firearm. It is the oldest that I own. And I am going to be getting rid of it. I'm going to be selling it because, uh, well, it reasons. Thus, thus reasons. Far, well, plain and simple. Thus far, I I really don't go shooting anymore at the range, and when I do go shooting, I don't often shoot this, um, namely because I don't want to tear it up any worse than it is, and uh, but it still shoots. And uh, it's just a matter of, do I need it? Do Fair I need, do I need? I believe currently I own directly on my person five handguns. Uh, this I have a Ruger Security Six Three Fifty Seven. I have a. 1911 A3 caliber. I have a uh, Heritage Arms uh, 22 caliber single action revolver. And I have what is effectively a piece of shit. Um, it's, it's, a, it's what most people would refer to as a dump gun. Uh, it's a Jimenez... JA9, 9mm semi-automatic compact pistol. Now, that one in particular, I'm probably not going to be able to sell, and I probably will just take it to somebody who needs some scrap steel to melt down, because, one, it is a terrible firearm, even in a, in a working condition. Two... I told. I believe I mentioned on air uh, the time that the uh, local police department raided my apartment, thinking that you know they had busted some kind of underground gun running ring. Well, that was the firearm that I had been I had been working on as far as cleaning and whatnot at the time that they arrived, and they picked it up while it was not fully assembled. And many pieces went everywhere. And uh, not all of those pieces were recovered. Well, damn. Well, um, on the bright side, uh, somebody that needs uh, spare parts has finally got somebody to get in contact with. No, no. Trust me. Any, anybody who's ever owned this thing hates it. And for very good reason. Fair enough. I'm pretty sure what's probably going to happen is I'm going to find somebody who does like some sort of uh, backyard blacksmithing and give him all the metal components and say, 
do something with this, but please don't let it continue its life in the truly just terrible form that it's in. Fair enough. Make a brick out of it for all <laughs> I care. <laughs> Excuse me. So now that we got that all out of the way, welcome to the show, everybody. And of course, for those of you that are uh, paying attention live, thank you. I did see you guys over there, so please take advantage of the live chat. Of course, as always, Trippin, see you over there. Stephanie, hi. I'm expecting a couple of other folks are probably going to show up momentarily, but we'll see how that plays out. As far as to the rest of the crew, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear anything from anybody, so eh, it, it, they show up, they show up. They don't, they don't. It's okay. We'll have a good time anyway, because, I mean, we shuffle off the dead weight, you know, we, we have a better time. So here we go. <laughs> um, something tells me the great God Murphy is probably going to bite me in the ass for that one one of these days. But you know what? Uh, details. Details. And uh, now that the... Uh, now that it's poured through and it's cascaded out, uh, I still have a little left in the can because this glass is not quite a pint. But... Um, <coughs> so, uh, Excuse I've me. got my drink for the night. And that fills out pretty well. Imagine that. So, let me get everything rolling for you guys uh, so we can actually have a, have a talk for tonight. So, where is my timer? There it is. So, with five minutes on the clock for you guys, your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Consensus. It's a beautiful word. I have all kinds of fun listening to people who just don't understand the concept of the term. Consensus does not mean that 100% of everybody agrees on a certain condition. It would be nice, but yeah, consensus could mean that. But much more typically, consensus means that the vast majority, the prevailing idea on a topic as agreed to by the majority of those who are exemplary, who are experts in a particular field of study, agree on something. And if you do not agree with the consensus, then calling you a fringe, especially if you are a quote-unquote organized fringe group, is not a pejorative it is descriptive now if you've got let's say 99 plus percent of um let's say uh astrophysicists who accept the model of gravity as we know it which has been expanded upon and has been tweaked over the years past Newton's original laws. If you don't believe that gravity is a thing, to say that you are in the less than 1% of people who accept or deny gravity, yeah, you would be fringe because you are one very little speck in a much larger collection of people who actually understand this and study this and can explain it and can, I, I would like to say proof it, but I, I don't know that it's quite accurate. They can explain the models and they can show how they work and they can demonstrate. They can show that the experimentation shows it to be accurate. But when you are part of the fringe, 
the ones that do not accept, there can be reasons for that. And, and we understand that. I understand that. That's part of the reason why we've got the show the way that it is. Not everybody agrees on the same thing for the same reasons. And not everybody disagrees for the same reasons. Everybody's got a different look-see on how something is. But that's the beauty of this show's format. We do see, for the most part, most of the topic. And see, for the most part, what's going on. But we each have our own individual ways of interpreting that data to try to figure out, is there a piece that's missing? What do I know from my past experience? What have I seen? What have I heard? What have I experienced? I'm fast approaching, God, 50, uh, 30, 39, 50 years old next year. And to use an old meme, I've seen some shit. Joey and Bridget have both been in the military. Joe's been in active warfare area. Bridget is learned in the medical arts. Dallin in IT. Joseph, uh, you know, one of these days we'll figure out what the hell it is that he actually does. He does so many different things that are artistic, that are hands-on, that are reconstructing, that are... <clears throat> working through problems that are who only knows how old some of the uh, equipment is that he's worked through in um, the apartments and whatnot that he's helped rebuild. And I know it's a sore subject, but we've all had something that has given us a different way to approach a question. And we don't always agree with each other, but when all is said and done, we try to figure out, are we looking at it correctly? Whatever the question is. Sometimes it turns out we haven't. And that for us is one of the times where we understand the beauty of the skeptical method. Because when we turn out to have been wrong, when we turn out that we have been part of the fringe through no fault of our own, we revel in the opportunity to say, shit, what did I miss? Teach me more. That's the beautiful part about not being part of the consensus at first. But if you just continue to be part of that fringe because you think it's going to get you laid, dude, it ain't going to work that way. So episode 238 on the docket, Your Honor. Magic. By any other name, would still smell as sweet. The The idea is that we've, we've heard too damn many times that uh, people who are in the theist camps we'll go ahead and say that God, whatever that God is, whoever that God is, did it. Because that's what they can do. They are the ultimate programmer of the universe. But they don't call it that, and they basically say they just they just willed it into existence. 
some people will get the uh, the idea of the mm, some some people get that Tabitha. Some people understand that reference, but to call it a miracle, first off, we know for well that's bunk, and we're going to talk about that. But second, for you to go ahead and say it's a miracle. And to be upset when we say it's magic. Yeah, you don't have a foot to stand on on this one. So, you know, we'll just we'll just deal with all that. One of these days, I'm actually going to get to drink some of this because I've got too much talking to do right about now. Anyway, uh, since Heretic Woman is not here. No, she hasn't showed up. Um, real briefly, a minor update on Rafe Badawi. We don't have very much new information that's good. There is, there are words, there are rumors, there are unsubstantiated information that says that the Saudi government might be looking to reinstate some of the rest of his whippings. Uh. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, we don't have any other information other than maybe might could no idea when or how or where so right now it's one of those it might still happen and truth be told you know for the last five how wait a second sorry for the last six and a half years we've known for well that they could have just gone ahead and done this anytime they wanted to but they just haven't so thank Allah for small favors I guess for right now I don't know we'll see what happens but regardless he is not out which means as of the recording of tonight's show it is now six years five months 17 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime our hopes, our thoughts are still with you and your family, and we're still waiting. And especially still waiting for my goddamn government to go ahead and stop arms sales because, well, we don't want to piss them off because that's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. It won't happen. I'll just go ahead and just leave that there, and um, if anybody wants to go ahead and uh, who's listening to the podcast wants to go ahead and see what just happened... Yeah, we're uh, we're uh, yeah, we're about uh, half an hour into the show, and um, there's another one in case you missed it. So there you go, we'll figure it out from there. Anyway, who, so who was over there? Trip and Stephanie. Hi guys. I will. Um, yeah, and and Trippin was right. One of the ones was a uh, flat earther. So yeah, that's that's one of the ones that yeah I was thinking about them specifically. So uh, magic. Yeah, I'm not the only one that still remembers back when uh. Magic in the 70s and early 80s was a big thing where you had, uh, uh, oh, oh, shit, I forgot what his name was. Uh, Doug Henning. That's the name I was looking for. Anybody remember the name Doug Henning? Yep. See, you, you remember, you remember he had a, he had a, he had a play in uh, New York off Broadway. You have no knowledge of this whatsoever, do you? What, the play? No. Yeah. I just remember seeing him on TV. Yeah. Doug was... Um, Doug was to magic 
I think is, is I think the best way I can put this one. Doug Henning was to magic what Jim Henson was to puppetry. Mm-hmm. He was a very soft-spoken guy. He really reveled in the art, and he was a little granola crunchy, if you know what I mean. Like it, it was the seventies, so <laughs> you know. But you you know what I'm talking about. Well, I didn't think he was too bad to look at. <laughs> no, he was, he was he was not a he was not a bad looking guy. He he was uh, he was a little weird, but like I said. He, he truly had uh, the love of the art. And it is an art. When you start to understand how so many different things in the magic circles work, it's really, really fun to look at stuff and go, okay, how did you do that? What did I miss? And <clears throat> you can find clips of um, the TV show Penn and Teller's fool us and you can see some of the clips of people who come on the stage who basically try out some of their uh some of their illusions mm-hmm. to try to to try to stump to try to fool pen and teller and if they do they get the opportunity to go out to vegas and be on the show with them which is pretty high praise really when you think about it so, um, so I've been to, uh, I've, oh my God, when the hell was that? That was the, that was the late seventies. Yeah. It's the late seventies when Doug Henning had his uh, show off Broadway. My grandmother took me to go see it. And that was, uh, that was pretty damn impressive. Uh, have any of the rest of you guys been to an actual formal, uh, magic show or uh, illusionist show or anything like that? Not in person. Uh, I can't say that I have. <laughs> Not recently. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. I'm also thinking about um, the little one and I were at the were at the mall earlier today, and unfortunately, there's uh, uh, there there's a shop that's just opened <clears throat> up that's all essential oils that you need. Do you need to boost your immune system and, and perk up your brain oh, yeah. and? Uh, I've I've never been to say a magic show, but I know a pilot who uh, does a rather neat magic trick. He can make a tra- he can make a tank disappear in about one second. <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, considering that um, is easily discerned how that trick works, I don't know that that one can quite be termed a magic trick. <laughs> I'm, impressive. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, it, it's perfectly fine. Um, I, I do believe that um, several of uh, Newton's laws of um, thermodynamics come into play. That that would sound about right, yeah? <laughs> I'm not sure any laws were obeyed, but... <laughs> well, the, 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 well it, it depends on the kind of laws you're talking about. Now, if you're talking about, you know, laws based on you know, the moral standpoint of the human race, probably not. It, well, Joseph's well, third law of boom. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, yeah, a... When you start dealing with, with the laws of boom, the laws of explosions, inertia, expansion, the heat. A lot um, of heat. A lot of, lot of, lot of yeah, heat. Yeah. Hey, since we're on the subject of laws, 
Well, no, wait a minute, wait, 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 because there's another one. I mean, there's, there's uh, the laws of, of uh, thermodynamics, which is, uh, uh, crap, who, uh, who, who, who pinned those? Uh, shit, I forgot. Uh, but there's also Bernoulli's principle, which keeps aircraft in the air. So you got that yeah. going for you. Anyway, I'm sorry. But most importantly, one we have to particular one we have to keep in mind, particularly for the show. Mm-hmm. Clark's laws. Specifically, his first law. Which is does anybody here know what I'm talking about? I don't know Clark's law. I know Cole's law, which okay. is uh thinly sliced cabbage. <laughs> Thank you. I was, I was waiting. See, that's that's one of those. You know, Arthur C. Clarke's first law. Ah, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Would Would you be so kind? Laws of robotics. No. No, no that's no, that Asimov. Oh my God. Asimov. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Asimov. No, Joseph, you, you, you turn yourself off for a little bit. Joey, go ahead. Tell us. Tell us. Good. Do, uh, do, I was do, do, I was going to leave it up to, open to you since you got the hat. Why would I? What? No. What does that ha- have to do with anything? Apparently, a lot with the Catholics. <laughs> it's the wrong shape. Doesn't matter. It totally matters. Look, if I were to take the hat off, if I would, if I were to say that my hat was like this, which, for those of you that are listening, it's not going to make a hell of a lot of that. That would be Jewish, or. I mean, being nice to the Jews if you're Catholic, but that's all the thing. No, this, this, <laughs> I, I got, I got two compliments on this hat, by the way, today. Like, bishops, anyway, bishops get a hat, cardinals get a hat, the Pope gets a freaking papal tiara the size of a of a keg. God must be up there. God must be up there with a giant fucking sombrero. It could be. It could be. That's your one. But anyway, anyway, so the the rule is. Clark's first law is that any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Now, you don't have to go too far to try to figure out, well, what could that possibly mean? I'll start you off with something that is absolutely ubiquitous that nobody even thinks about anymore, and it's not what you think. No. It's not one of these. No, it's not one of these. It's infrared automatic sliding doors. We don't even think about them. We don't even think about them in terms of being, wow, shit, wait, that is a lot of technology, isn't it? Use the force, Luke. Yeah, well, once upon a time, it used to be, yes, that you had to step on a mat and you're stepping on a mat actually triggered it now mm. nope now it's just the infrared sensor and nobody thinks about that anymore damn i remember when i was a kid and it was still a mat that you could actually as a kid you used to be able to stand like right next to it and just wait for the door to close and just step on the mat and just open up oh, okay if, if we're if we're going if we're going down sensor row here sure how about this one hmm how about when you get on the bus to go wherever your your public transit? 
So help me if you say anything about round and round, I'm going to hurt you. I'll leave that for Norwegian metal heads who do bad or do really good metal covers. Anyway, now we've all ridden on those public transit buses where as you're paying your fare or as you're holding up the pass, the driver is there with a little clicky button, click, 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 click to count passengers. <laughs> well, nowadays they don't have to do that anymore. They open the, you open the door, the person gets on and based on the direction they're going, the sensor above their head registers that as a board. When a passenger is getting off, say out the back door or out the front door, again, by registering the direction the person is moving in, it's registered as an alight. So the, the driver can tell at a glance on a screen how many people he's got on his bus without having to do a head count. Makes sense. And uh, funny enough, Trippin is uh, saying, shoot, birds have even figured out how to use the door sensors to open doors. Yeah, if I remember right, there are some seagulls in Australia yeah. who just go ahead and say, screw this, man. I'm just going to walk up to this here. Door opens up. Good. I want uh, these chips. Grab and fly away. <laughs> That's great. Fucking seagulls, man. <laughs> That's my one. God damn it. And, and, and who's going to pay for that? That's when the duck comes up. Avlak! <laughs> you know... Don't do, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. Not to, oh God. It was one of those nights where you didn't have to worry so much about getting a table because you're just going to spend the night at home in chains. I don't need this tonight. Thank you ever so much. You know, screw you, man. Now on audible.com, 50 Shades of Grey as read by <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. I really hope that that was an awful rendition because if I've actually got a good rendition of that voice, I don't want to know it. I like oh, being able to do the Joker. I don't want to do is this wrong. I could tell who you were doing, put it that way. Oh, God. That's so funny. I knew immediately. Yeah, but you're old. <laughs> and. Um, I mean, like I told somebody, I was not going to tell my exact age, but they're like, well, how old are you anyway? And uh, I said, well, do, do, I'm do, do, graduated from MILF to uh, Cougar. <laughs> do what I do. Just say that you're, 30, you're around 39. Around 39, yeah. And then, and then just have somebody who's your straight man just walk around. You go, yeah, but ask them how many times around. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Jack Benny joke for you guys. Look it up. It's funny. Shut up. I know comedy. Well, I thought the milk to cougar thing was pretty funny too. Yeah, it's uh, to, yeah. It, well, it is. Uh, <laughs> Felis, by the way, hi on. Uh, Felis is also saying science is magic explained. Mm -hmm. She is not. Uh, wait. I missed what that last part was supposed to be. I, I think is she is not thirty nine. Oh no, I am not thirty nine. Sorry. Neither I. I don't think. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, but um, so science is magic explained is not a bad way of thinking about it. I mean, if you want to try to think about it in terms of um, what once upon a time, 
lightning was magic. Lightning was the gods. It was Zeus and Thor mm -hmm. and Odin and um and um the angels playing bowling in the sky. Yeah, I, I was told that, told that one that as one. a kid. Yeah, you, oh. you remember that one too, huh? Yep. And I think I told you the one that um a group of people who were trying to mock Socrates in, in Greece, ancient Greece. They wrote a play about him. It was not a very good play. In fact, it was a very bad play. Um, I can't remember the actual dialogue of it, but the gist of it was this. <clears throat> a boy comes up to Socrates and says, Hey, Socrates, what's thunder? Socrates, well, you know the sound thunder makes. Guys, yeah. He says, you know the sound your stomach makes when you've had one too many puddings. And it's at this point my inner Monty Python kicked in and went, wait, are you suggesting to me that clouds fought? <laughs> well, um... Yeah, uh, cumulonoflatulists uh, apparently is another explanation for thunder. And Stephanie, you know what? Um, you know what? I'm not going to repeat it. And I'll tell you why. Because it's not for me to go ahead and tell everybody that you're over 60. I wouldn't do that. Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't say exactly how old. 66. And that's her own damned fault. <laughs> So, you know, it's for you. Now, this is not the alcohol talking because I, I haven't had nearly enough. This is all I've had so far. So, no, there's there's no alcohol really at hey, this point. Hey, 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 66 is an incredible number in the United States. Uh, why? Great 66. Thank you. <laughs> a road which I have been on a couple of times on my well, head. Technically, it doesn't exist anymore, but there are still portions of it. There are portions of it, yep. Yeah. Um, there's one that leads just out of Oklahoma City. It was on that one for a bit. Uh, went and uh, had dinner at one of the one of the coolest restaurants I've ever seen. At least if you like soft drinks. When, when you can walk into a place and there is over 150 different brands of soft drink. From which you can choose. Now, I'll grant you, you got your colas, of which there are about you know twenty. Root beers about forty. Ginger ales about you know so many. So it's not like you're getting like 150 different flavors. You're just getting 150 distinct brands making up, you know, several of your common themes. That's fair enough. Very cool. Very cool. But um, that in and of itself is also another piece of it all. The idea of being able to travel the way that we do mm -hmm. is something that once upon a time was not even a consideration. Every time mankind has been able to journey to somewhere new, other than under his own locomotion new technology has come along. Once upon a time, it used to be just walking and running. And then 
you were able to have domesticated animals start taking you right now I, I might be getting which came first you know a little bit screwed up but just you go with me on this a second and then if you decided that you wanted to go across that lake but you didn't want to have to go around that lake well now you know now you need a new type of technology yeah you could swim but you know that it's kind of slow you make a boat of sorts all right well that's a new form of technology and then eventually you find a way of i don't know locomotion with that like with a paddle or mm -hmm. a or a, a stick and then eventually well you need to go even further than that but farther but still on land okay well uh how about a how about a cart well carts get pulled by animals they're not nearly fast enough and well we can use a steam thing to make us go faster or pull more and have trains and eventually well that big lake over there is just even too far for all of that so let's use this new aircrafty thing and get across i know i know i'm missing hot air balloons and all that stuff leave me alone a second but you get the idea you know new levels of technology have allowed humanity to move into further and further areas finally getting us up to the j1 engines and well apollo 11 and well you know not there at the moon anymore and, you know screw you nasa you know screw you i know it's not nasa's fault but you know whatever but the idea of being able to harness the the power of the air itself in order to propel these you know rockets just using hydrogen and oxygen mm -hmm. and reacting them you know who would have ever imagined that we've got just surrounding us all of what we need to get these monstrous pieces of technology completely out of the earth's atmosphere and to a whole other planet and then some but the sad thing is like like a particular um i think in the case of a rocket i mean originally that was supposed to be a weapon yep this is and this is the really sad thing is that a lot of the stuff that we take for granted today was originally designed as a military application you know gps radar um well rockets um satellite imagery all of that stuff yep and it, it was all originally designed so that we could kill the bad guy it was another piece about that also which was believe it or not the 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 meta the esoteric act of actually developing the calculations in order for something to be launched fast enough to orbit the earth as my right remember once upon a time there was a guy that uh, came up with the idea that if you shoot something hard enough it's gonna land over there okay but if you shoot it much harder it's just gonna keep going out but if you hit it just the right amount of thrust it'll go 
out that way, curve all around the earth, come around and hit you in the back of the head. And just those bugs bunnies. Uh, well, no, because Mel's mm-hmm. dead. I'm sorry. I, I, I know other people have taken over Bugs Bunny's voice. It, it's Mel or nothing. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know it's dead, but I mean, come on. It's, it's Mel. But that's a, that's a whole other thing. But just learning how all that stuff works. Trial and error, and eventually saying, okay, this works. Where once upon a time, the... <laughs> The gunpowder, aka angry sand. Who knew? You know, gunpowder once upon a time could have easily just been used for misdirection for illusionists or fireworks or fireworks. And eventually they were used for slug throwers. And yeah. That's a whole other thing. That's that's the way that it works. These technologies that come along that we have absolutely no idea were even a thing once upon a time. And one of the ones that I keep coming back to is Bridget. You know, we, we've talked about this too damn many times to ignore. Once upon a time, there were only four fluids that were thought of as making the body work mm-hmm. and they might be uh <laughs> off the top of my head when i was vile um humors yeah that, i mean there were the four humors but i can't remember what they are yeah. off the top of my head that's no that's that's okay i was i was actually looking for the humors but that's okay bile blood water uh, phlegm. Uh, yeah, it was phlegm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so once upon a time, we thought that that's uh, that's that was that was the, if you'll forgive me, the bleeding edge of medical knowledge. Yep. And then we found out that uh, bleeding people out wasn't exactly the uh, the best way of uh, curing diseases. What were uh, what was bleeding really good for back in the day when it was the if you'll excuse the expression bleeding edge medical science? Well, I mean they used it for damn near everything. Yeah, um, didn't they? Oh, I, I remember the book Treasure Island. Um, they they bloodlet one of the pirates. Because apparently he drank too much and he was suffering from alcohol poisoning. The only way they could get it out of his system was to allegedly um, bleed him out. I think that's what it was for. So, just just as an academic thing, um, bleeding somebody out in order to uh, take some of the alcohol out of their body, that doesn't seem like it should work really well. No, and and all you're going to end up doing is you're going to end up anemic. Because, you know, severe blood loss. Uh, you're going to be weak. Very weak. Um, probably end up dead. Because, you know, um, you kind of need that stuff. You know, contrary to what Al Bundy says, you cannot replace your blood with beer. 
to keep your brain afloat. It doesn't work like that. Good. Keep that in mind. But um, no, that that was, you know, that was considered, you know, the leading edge of medical science. And then, as we've talked about before, you know, the idea of um, blood could be exchanged from one living being to another. And that was another one that we had talked about, Bridget, that uh, exchanging blood from human to animal, specifically dogs. Yeah, that doesn't work either. Yeah. No. And you think about, um, what was it, Charlie Sheen's whole thing? You know, I, I've got the blood of the tiger in me. No, you don't. Because if you did, you'd be dead. Yeah. You know, cool as it sounds to, you know, maybe inject a little bit of that kind of stuff into your body and then, you know, oh, I don't know, cat out a little bit. It sounds really cool, but no, you're just going to end up dead. Oh, that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's, Bridget, follow, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's not going to end well at all, is it? No. No, I didn't think so. No. We have cross-wiping and things like that for a reason, and that would be so you don't have all this, uh, you know, coagulation going on, and yeah. Yeah, just like uh, same reason, you know, if you're if you're actually bitten by an irradiated spider, um, you're you're more likely to get tumors and die than you, than you are to you know turn into some kind of arachnid mutant. Yeah, there's there's a there's a whole there's a whole thing about that. Another time, another time, off the track. Anyway, so the idea that magic is well um synonymous with a miracle now we we like like i was saying you know the idea of a miracle is something that is supposed to be a changing no it's not changing the rules it is creating an event that works counter to the laws of nature as they are understood for a single instance, through divine intervention, which is probably a, a bad term for it, but mm. we'll go with that in a second. So the idea that a god, doesn't matter which god, for all I know, it could be Feklar, but that's the only a handful of people know who that is, and you're my people. You could pray to and say, please let this person not die of cancer. Please let the cancer just go away. And wow, look at that. They live, and cancer seems to be gone suddenly. Huh. Funny how that happens sometimes. So, um, let's, again, kind of run through part of this, because, you know, I know that she's going to have the answers, and, and I need to make sure about this one. So, first question, Bridget, is, is it possible for someone with cancer that's had it diagnosed and spotted on, let's say, like a, a, a CAT scan, mm-hmm. to suddenly not have it show up on a CAT scan? It's happened. And then, um, not bloody likely, but it does happen, you know. No, it's, it's, it's true. Uh, and it, it, it is also, uh, from what I've understood, 
is it not possible for cancer to simply for at least a time period just seem to spontaneously just go away yeah it's possible and when people don't follow up with a tried and true method of treatment for cancer um what is the usual outcome um usually they die a lot sooner than they ordinarily would have now when people go to uh let's say a Catholic hospital, because we know for well the Catholics have a very large, large grip on a lot of uh, a lot of hospitals and medical organizations and a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of towns these days. Now, one would expect that they would have people on staff who would uh, pray for and or with the the people who are there. Yeah. Um, to the best of your knowledge, and I know that you don't exactly have the uh, the paperwork in front of you, but um, typically the people who try to go through oncology at Catholic hospitals, um, how much more divine intervention do they have compared to just secular hospitals? Uh, I'd say zero. Zero. Say absolutely zero. Um this is not related to oncology per se, but you know, there have been studies done that we're when people know that other people are praying for them, they actually have a worse outcome for whatever reason. <laughs> well, it's because they don't have to fight. Someone else is doing it for them. Well, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't know um, what that reason would be, but uh, yeah, I mean, having divine intervention does not seem to be a, a real thing. It doesn't work. And uh, as we know for well, uh, Joe, when you were, uh, well, when you were uh, fighting for your life there, um, I'm assuming that uh, no light came uh, out of the sky through the window and suddenly settled on you and made you look like you were a character out of Skyrim that was ready to give somebody a quest, no. right? No. No, you just kind of, just kind of there and sitting up and just kind of going, um, yeah, fix me up. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I was just really well drugged. Yeah, and I'm um, I'm pretty sure that I'm 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 pretty sure that I'm paraphrasing you there just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. And and I know that whenever uh, I died, I didn't see anything. I feel kind of uh, ripped off. <laughs> yeah, and Some um, little light tunnels. Something would have been really cool, but no, I didn't have that. Yeah, and um, I'm sorry. Stephanie's got something over here. Intercessory prayer. I actually said that right. Go me. I mean, prayer's not a hard word to say, so, you know, whatever. Uh, and cardiovascular disease progression in a coronary care unit population, a randomized control trial from 1997 to 1999. What does all that gobbledygook mean? Somebody actually did a Study. study. And actually said, hmm, let's find out what happens when we take the information that's been put together after the fact. Yeah. Um, nothing happens. Funny that. 
And yet there are still people who vociferously claim there are miracles happening all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there was one patient that we had that ended up refusing any kind of treatment because God had healed her and she was just convinced that God had healed her and two weeks later she was dead. Let me uh, let me give you. Uh, a yeah, the doctors, you know, were like, uh, I I would not recommend withdrawing treatment at this time because you're not healed. And she's like, Yes, I am. God healed me. So yep. there is a there is a there is a question out there. Why doesn't God heal amputees? Oh, and it's a valid question. It is. Just as valid a question as, excuse me, what does God need with a starship? There's also another question. Why don't the healing pastors, the, the ones who have these huge mega drives and go out there and, and perform psychic surgery and, and the such, why don't they go to hospitals and help the sick and the infirm? Those that need actual medical miracles to have happen. And I'm pretty sure that we know the answer to that. It's got everything to do with how I wrote it up in the show notes. It's a simple term with a complex word. Chicanery. If you can pull the wool off of over some people's eyes and they're willing to go with it and willing to give you money for the privilege of being screwed over. I'm, I'm sorry to being lied to. Sorry. That was, that was wrong. Also fed a lot. Um, be healed on God's authority. Because you're wearing a beautiful pressed white suit. Then you can have their money. And when something bad happens. Well. Sometimes this is the way that it works. Because God's ways. Are not our ways. Hmm. And. He decided that. She needed to come home. Yeah, there's no loss to the person making that claim. Exactly. And how disgusting is it? I mean, I, I have to imagine, Joseph, that, you know, over, over these years and everything that you've seen, I mean, uh, Peter Popoff being the first one that comes to mind, of course, yeah? Uh, yeah. Yeah, just... You know, um, just basically people living at the expense of everybody else's. Oh, here we go. I'm sorry, I was looking for when you, when you said the whole "why doesn't God uh, heal amputees?" dot com. Uh, yeah, and I remembered, um, I remembered uh, a particular uh, loudmouth who decided that he was such a Christian genius, such an, an expert of theology that he was able to say that um, the, the flood uh, was able to create the Grand Canyon in about five minutes. Oh, that old troop. 
according to this guy, the reason God doesn't uh, take care of the big stuff is because we're all supposed to die anyhow. That's why God doesn't heal amputees, cancer patients, stop pandemics, or smote those who carry out genocide, etc. He simply doesn't care because we're all dead to him because of the sins of dirt man and rib woman. Mm. So, um, Daddy, uh, it, is, is, is that the actual line that, that's, that's there, quote, quote, dead to him? Um, or it's a par- paraphrasing. Well, it's a paraphrase from like somebody paraphrased it from a video from the video okay. that the guy made of it. Okay, no, that's but, that's that's fine. It's fine because uh, the Italian in me is, of course, hearing in my head, "You're dead to me." Mm-hmm. It could mm-hmm. be Pacino. I, I I having a hard time remembering. I know it wasn't Pesci. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. Pe- I'm, yeah, it's something Pesci would say though, wouldn't it? Oh, Pesci would be more, okay, 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 okay. You're dead to me, all right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, um, Great Jeebus in the Sky says that uh, we're basically dead to him anyway. So why bother doing anything to help out? Because it doesn't help out when all is said and done. Um, wow. Dude? On behalf of all of us, and I know I don't speak about all, I don't speak for all of us very often, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do it just this once. Oh, wait, no, I've used up my, I've used, shit. Screw you, man. Screw you. Yeah. See, I, I, I was going to say go fuck yourself, but I think I've used that already too much, like a couple of weeks ago. So I, but, but that, that particular individual, he's, um, he went toe to toe with the wrong people on YouTube and lost horribly. Um, meaning, meaning, if you're trying to win an argument by throwing around false DMCA accusations, oh, 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 and the, and the accused person happens to have an entire network of people who know that law forwards, backwards, left, right, inside out, upside down. And they go, you're in the wrong. And this is what you're going to do. Uh, He was basically told to apologize, to make a video explaining that he was in the wrong and that he was committing a criminal act. And not too long after that, he kind of disappeared. Yeah, for a little bit. Uh, yeah, we're, we're as if he's back in yeah, he is. a much more limited capacity than he was before. Um, because hey, you know, just like uh, just like Hovind, you gotta you gotta pay them bills, and how do you pay them? Well, you do what you know. And if that means lying to people, then that's what you do. Yeah. See, now they're they're. I would like to be able to say that for some of these people, they're simply misinformed. But we know for well that there has to be a good number of these guys that are just willfully, yeah, I'm lying, but look at my car. Yeah, I see. Yes, I'm lying, but I can profit off of it. So why should I stop? Yeah. Yeah. And those are the most disgusting of, of, of people. And I, 
you know, there's just things. Um, it's not. It's not only religion, though. But I mean, it's it's no. basically people are making a living off of doing the least work possible. Mm -hmm. But see, if, but with religion, though, it's not even that because there is a certain amount of work that has to go into it, or 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 making other people work for you. Well, come on, if you if you're going to compare, um, you know, a preacher's work with the common laborer. Oh no no um, oh no. Oh no, no. With with um, with those that are obviously in it for the money, I'm going to differentiate it that way. For those that are obviously, and you're right to do it, that. Yes, for obviously in it for the money. Um, no pun intended. Creflo Dollar, um, Peter mm -hmm. Popoff, um, Jim Baker, uh, Joel uh, Osteen, <laughs> Joel Osteen. All these guys were in it for the money because they've got gobs of money. Yeah, if your uh, well, if your that, church that is on TV, you're you're not a minister. You're uh, a no, well. All right, all right, wait, wait, wait a minute. That's because, more the director class. Like it's going back to um, you know my my uh, shepherd, sheepdog, and sheep analogy. Because I mean, some preachers are the sheepdogs, which means they're the the believers in chief. Um, <laughs> Which means that they're believers, but they direct all the sheep, the the believers. But then the shepherds are telling the sheep dogs what to <clears throat> the orders. They're they're passing down the orders. So yeah. like uh, people like Creflo Dollar and um, probably Joel Osteen know full well they're everything they're saying is bullshit. Yeah. And uh, but then you have people, you know, I'd even argue that the Pope. He's like the top believer, which means I, I think he really believes. I mean, he's just been brought up, uh, groomed, if you will, inside of a bubble. And um, yeah, they just ele elevate him to a lofty position, put him in a position of quote unquote power, because I don't think he's the one running the things. Um, that's yeah. more an illusion than anything. Because it's the cardinals who decide everything, but anyways, um, you know, just putting him to the forefront as if he's running the show. But he's he's, he's a figurehead. Yeah, he's a figurehead. So, like, you know, it's it's really important to differentiate between people who know full well um, why they do what they do, and then other people who uh, make no decisions of their own who follow. Yep. But where I was going with it, though, as far as to uh, how much work. They put into it. There is a certain amount of work that has to be done as far as to trying to gauge who you're going to be able to, and this is going to sound really disgusting, who you're going to be able to fleece the most for the least amount of work for the biggest payoff. But that's the that's the beauty of the indoctrination machine because it's self perpetuating. It does all the work itself. Because if you rely on somebody else for survival if you have kids, you have no other choice than to teach your kids to follow the same person as you do. Yep. And um, the the thing of it is, uh, I had a I had a thing with the, somebody earlier this week on Facebook about the idea of, I know it's an old, tiny term for it, but casing a joint before hitting it. <laughs> because... There's somebody that I know that uh, was complaining that there was uh, a coffee shop that they went to in downtown Manhattan, 
and they don't do cash transaction. It's all electronic card, tap to pay, that kind of thing, whatever. But they don't handle cash. And they had complained about it, and they said, and part of the answer was that it makes the customers safer. And their whole thing was, you know, why the hell would they be safer? I mean, that's that's a stupid thing. And for me, it's like, that's not stupid. If you know full well that if you carry cash, you have the potential for somebody to want to come in and take it by force from you, what are you really going to be able to do in, in reality? But if you're doing it electronically, if it's posted on the front door that you only do electronic transactions, somebody that's trying to make an easy hit is going to pass you over because if you don't have cash, you don't have cash. Let's go two doors down to the bodega and we'll hit their cash register and maybe they've got their safe open. That's an easy hit. And it's the same thing. If you know what your God, I can't believe I'm going to say it this way. If you know what it is that your marks are looking to get from you, what presentation, what flash and pomp and circumstance, so that they will willingly part with just a little bit more money, well, then you put a little bit of effort into figuring out what are you supposed to say? What is going to be your next performance piece? And then you get your money in. Tens of thousands of dollars at a clip. It's pretty simple. Is that you have to make it sound like uh, their, their quote-unquote survival depends on it. The fear part, yeah. Yeah, well, it all, it all comes down to that. I mean, the message has different forms. But I mean... Um, Yeah, it can be uh, like, <clears throat> I, I want to make a comparison, like instinctively the believer, and when they fear about going to hell, they're actually fearing, fearing for their own survival. So um, if you want to broaden that past religion, you have to make that uh, connection. Like the government, like Trump and everything, he can make you feel foreigner, fear foreigners, he can make you fear, um, you know, the the caravan and all that bullshit you know but that's that's, that's people are afraid that uh, they're gonna their their bubble is going to be disturbed yeah but that's uh that that's starting to get a little bit further into uh, a cult of personality which is not a bad analogy uh, not at all there's a lot between them two but it's I'm, it's it's a different piece of where we're actually dealing with i'm not saying that you're wrong at all you're actually quite right yeah, we're we're definitely going to be handling that a little bit uh, a little bit more later, because I didn't want to handle it just yet, because there's 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 another piece after this uh, after the show that I want to specifically hit, and I'll, I'll kind of fill you in fill you guys in about it before we leave, so that I don't forget, because I kind of forgot about it when I was setting up the show. Sorry. Anyway, but um. But the idea of claiming of miracles is really, really difficult to do these days because we have so 
many opportunities to document again everything. Um, back in the seventies, the big and 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 previously, the big thing was Bigfoot and the Loch Ness monster, and there were for Loch Ness. There was the single photograph that was uh, the, the 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 grand the grand poobah of all photographic evidence for Nessie, which we learned later was not true. And then we've got the one film from seventy three, I think is what it was, short short film that guy recorded that showed a humanoid figure walking through the woods out in the Pacific Northwest, big shaggy body. And then it was like all of 12 seconds worth of film. I think is what it was later was said. Yeah, it, it was, it was a complete hoax. And I was using something akin to a ghillie suit. Joey knows exactly what that is. Yep. And here's the, uh, yeah, here's, here's the receipt from the place that I rented it from. And you know, the whole thing. And it, it was, it was just a, a fluke. But yet people still want to believe. And that's the problem, right? They want to believe. Why? That's an excellent question. Why do you think? And I'll, I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying it this way because I'm trying to be an asshole about it. I'm, I'm asking because I, I, I kind of get the funny feeling that you would probably have some kind of insight as to the, the why of that. Not insight, but um, um, yeah, well, it's, it's again, it's, um, oh, why would they want to believe? Well, Bigfoot is something else than, uh, you know, Big Daddy upstairs. Um, why would somebody want to believe Bigfoot? That's a good question. It's a complicated question. Um, yeah, because they're, they're, why would somebody want to believe in God? That's an easy one to answer. You know, because they're they're just free, afraid of their own. They 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 haven't learned to deal with their own mortality, but uh, Bigfoot and like uh, you know other uh, conspiracy theories, like uh, why? Yeah, it's complex. Um, <laughs> Bigfoot in in particular, like why would somebody want to believe in the Loch Ness? Just to believe in miracles in general, maybe to tie it back to what you were yeah yeah and, th and that's that's the thing that um like miracles that uh, all these mad magic can happen to me too i can yeah. have anything i want or, or they want to see they, they want to bear witness to something that is completely away from the norm like loch ness monster if if it is what everybody thinks it or speculates that it is, which is basically a, a plesiosaur or whatever that has survived, you know, maybe not that particular one, but the, the species has survived even through the cataclysms of, of earth, you know, earth's life being wiped out. Magically a pluridon, Charlie. That's not, no, we're not, no, we're you know, not, no, <laughs> you, you should feel bad for that. No. But one of the reasons I asked why is because I actually I don't have an answer to that. Yeah. No, that's that's okay. Keep but, going. But I, I think it's because people just want to 
they they want to bear witness something they want to bear witness to something that does not follow the evolutionary model or that does not follow the so-called predictability of the planet like okay look you go on youtube and you see you know um there's a picture of a sinkhole in, in the middle of in the middle of the ocean you know for some reason or just some kind of phenomenon phenomenon do, 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 do. yeah <laughs> i was waiting for that but 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 something that is completely it's explainable but at the same time it's jaw-dropping to witness you know it's like i said um i think we talked about this before uh, mount st helens uh now there there is no motion there there is no movie captured there was no video captured of what exactly happened but there were enough high speed photographs taken of the spec of what happened when basically the the bulge pushed half the mountain face off of itself now you guys all been to colorado uh no hmm. no wait um, um yes sorry yes it's been okay. a long time okay now if if i remember correctly colorado is a bit like where i live in that if you look to the west you see them the rockies i live two hours away from basically being at the foot of the rockies I can see them from my house. Just trying to give you an idea of the scale of what we're talking about here. Like they are freaking huge. Um, Joseph, I, I don't know the, uh, I want to say the Alps, but I could be completely missing it. But when I, when I try to describe the majesty of a mountain, you, you kind of get what I'm talking about. Well, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I know there's several nice mountain ranges over, over there. Um, I wanted to go to a few of them, but yeah. my point is if you're staring at one of these towers of rock, imagine in a matter of seconds, half of it just falls away and explodes. Like the thing is when the, uh, when the rock went over, it exposed the bulge and then the bulge exploded and you got the pyroclastic flow, which was the eruption. Now the photographs that were taken, if you string them together, there's, a, I think somebody actually did, um, was able to almost animate it. Yeah. I remember so you, the you get a sense about. of this gigantic peak collapsing. Like this is an awful lot of rock. You know, this is this is the Earth having a zit. Yeah, and honestly, I would I would almost say that if um, I am so sorry that I gave no, it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but like if I would wager that a lot of these Bigfoot chasers or Loch Ness monster chasers, if they were there to witness something that is part of earth's natural process. I think they'd finally realize that, you know, I don't have to go chasing for these imaginary things because 
the Earth can do this. Would they? I don't know. I, I'd like to think so. I can I make another suggestion? Hmm. Sure. It just that um people want to believe things like this just to give credibility to the the rest of the bullshit they've been told. Well, funny enough, I've actually got That's uh, a fair point. I've got a different piece on this one, but uh, Bridget, well, I think that you had something. Yeah, I I think the whole explanation is a lot simpler than that. I think they're just looking for an escape from the mundane. Yeah, it's, it's, nothing is nothing is clear cut in, yeah. when it comes to human behavior. No, uh, ain't that I think that's all they're looking for. It's just well, you know, every day is boring, and this is something that's exciting and, or different. And what I really it's love like, is when but, they try to. You know, like the the Bigfoot thing. Uh, has anyone tried to pin this one on the government cover up yet? Yes. Okay. Oh God, yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's Why? not even get into the bullshit about how they haven't been able to find the entire colony of Bigfoot because they dimensionally phase into the trees and use them as portals from one tree to another to get where they need to get. What? I kid you not. This Hold is on. actual bullshit. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought I saw that in a movie once. You might have. No. Um, shit. <laughs> it was an episode of Young Justice, I think. Uh, Skeptic's Guide has already talked about it once upon a time ago. Yeah, but, but no. Um, the, There was one episode of Young Justice where Swamp Thing is able to do that. Or not, not Swamp Thing, Man Thing. Because he, he's able to travel on the green, well, which is that's, like the 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 inter the planetary plant network, you know. And, and you don't even have bear to, pig, and, and you don't even have to be a tardigrade to do it. Yeah, funny. I was I was going to make the same damn joke about that. You, you yeah. stole my you stole my thunder. <laughs> Somebody had too to. much pudding. I almost. Point for Joseph. <laughs> and one pudding too many. I'm so gritting like an idiot. Okay, so uh, Joey, was, was there anything that you wanted to comment on this one? Because I, I, I've got an idea that I want to pitch out at you guys. No, no. I'm okay. going to keep my com comic book nerdiness to myself this time. That's perfectly fine. Okay, so here's my idea about that. Because the whole... Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, um, who only, uh, what were some of the other ones? Flat Earth, um, 9-11 Truthers, Obama Birthers, all of the stuff. I wonder if all of these miraculous items, miraculous bad in some cases for other things, is because these people want to be the special holdouts. They want to have the position of the saviors of, and you know how much I hate this word, truth. They want to be put up on a pedestal. They want to be engrandized. They want to be special. Yeah, they, they want to be the hero of their own story. Yep. Well, I yeah, they could be. They want to be seen as leaders of something. Mm -hmm. 
they want to be the King Arthur to their own story. Without, of course, taking any responsibility of a leader. Well, I mean, a lot of these people have no idea what it means to be a leader. They think that you are just, you know, your, your natural charisma it, it can get you everywhere. And they're you know. playing a role, basically, mm -hmm. as a lot of people are. Yeah. And anybody that wants to go ahead and just think that they can get by on uh, charisma alone. Uh, yeah. Take it from somebody who does exactly that. You don't have what it takes to do that. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, because if you did, you'd already be here on the show in my seat. And I'm sorry, this is my seat. Screw you, man. I got here first. S screw you. Uh, it's my so leadership is a question of first. No, it's a question of who's got the hat. <laughs> I have the hat. So screw you. <laughs> you know, okay, if, if it was as simple as who has the hat, then the Pope would be a lot more powerful than he is. Well, I mean, yeah, you're right, because the, the Pope would be a bishop and he only goes diagonally and the queen can go any direction. Yeah, I, I see how it is. What? You actually got that joke. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you see. It's a chess joke. I, I can't wait for the for somebody to come up with. Um, okay, so, so you know they've had uh, Monopoly from millennials. Oh. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, now, now they need uh, patriarchy chess. <laughs> and instead of the instead of king and queen, it's king and pope. Mm. Because the king basically, or the pope basically controls the king. At uh, least back in the day he did. I <laughs> would like to make an addition to that. It's the cardinals controlling the pope. But hey. Yeah, so uh, why why am I suddenly getting the name Richelieu in my head? <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Great example. Yeah, I, there, there's some people who actually get that reference, and so help me if you're thinking of if you're thinking of uh, Keith or Sutherland. So help me, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't know if I should be upset or not at that because, um, yeah, that's the yeah, only thing. to do for me. Uh, okay. Sorry, what, Gerard de Pelt? Oh, yeah, yeah, he was uh, <laughs> alive. Uh, I don't know. But he, he was Porthos <laughs> in The Man in the Iron Mask. Yeah. I used to see him all over the place in Opera. He had, he had a wine store there. Hmm. He also has a restaurant. Not bad. This is a little more than acting. Well, um, can't say anything about that because, I mean, um, Tim Horton was a, was a, was a, was a hockey player, and, and now, now it's a coffee shop. So mm -hmm. almost as important as wine. Hey, um. Sammy well, actually, actually, it's more important than wine. I mean, you're you're allowed to have coffee in the morning. Yeah. I mean, well, you can have wine in the morning, but people look at you funny and say that you're lush and, you know, take your card away so that you can't charge anything. When you get to the store, they take away your car because the... What are you talking we're not talking about? about we're not talking about me. We're, talk we're not talking about me. Go, move along through the Sammy Hagar. What about Sammy Hagar? Oh no! Same thing. Uh, musician, yeah. Uh, but opened up his own chain of restaurants and made his own tequila. Uh, there. Okay. Cabo Wabo. Okay. There's that. Uh, Trump steaks. No. Wait. Uh, no. No. That, that that's uh, fail. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. I was gonna mention. Um, 
Dan Aykroyd and his vodka, but I, I don't think that's done very well for its. Well, uh, anyway, you know, it would have done. Uh, dressing did well. Hey, um, Dan Aykroyd's vodka would have done better if it wasn't 120 bucks a bottle. Okay. Mm. Sorry. Go with that. Nothing that tastes like vodka should should cost that much. Just kind of like you know, oh, this here is a is a fifty year old you know single malt uh, scotch. Blah 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 blah. Asian oak barrels, and it's a five thousand dollar bottle. I guarantee you, you take a shot of that, it's going to taste like tree bark. Why? Because that's what it tastes like. Yeah, I don't like scotch. You know what? That's fine. More for the rest of us that drink it. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't. So you you no. guys can have my share, whatever. Uh, and by the way, um, Felis, I'm thinking that hat makes him look like Santa Pimp. That's the point. <laughs> Thank you. It kind of that puts is a whole, actually, it, it puts a whole new spin on ho ho ho, don't it? It does. And honestly, <laughs> that was part of the reason why. For those of you that are listening and haven't seen it yet, that is the whole reason why I actually have I pull out this hat every year for exactly that reason. And let me tell you, the people that end up giving me the that's a great hat, usually it's 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 the older ladies more than anything else that are actually like, that's a great hat. It's like, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> actually, everybody, it's Shujin behind the whole elf on the shelf thing. <laughs> so, if you go ahead and you tell everybody about it, that's so well, happy. I'm taking you the goddamn shit. Will stop it? Shut up. Ha. Hi, everybody. I'm back. Um, thanks. So, but. Getting back to it in, in, in seriousness for a second though, because uh because we're doing good on time. Um the idea that people want to believe in a miracle because it makes them special because they've got a piece of information that other people don't have <clears throat> and they can say up, down, left, right, and they don't have to ex- it's magic, ain't gotta explain shit. Uh sorry, it's it's a miracle. Ain't got to explain God you, well, because God doesn't leave. Um, but the thing is, there's a separation there between magic and miracle. And it, this is why um, God supposedly went after witches and so-called dark magic because it was only good if it came from God. Yep. So somebody who was practicing, <clears throat> let's say what they called alchemy, which was really just, you know, putting the right stuff together to come up with that nice herbal tea that maybe made you poop a little bit better. Um, that was witchcraft because it did not come from God. It was it, pagan. Therefore it was sinful. From God. I'd like to, follow that rabbit hole a bit more but of yeah. god means of use to the church fair point yep. but um okay to since and actually those witches and all that 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 was what's that was the stand-in for science in mm-hmm. the, in the meantime in the yeah. in in the brackets that, well it yeah, was it was degree. practical stuff you know yep. i mean and as far as to uh as far as to one of the earliest renditions of magic in the church, yet yeah, look to Moses throwing his staff and turning it into a serpent. 
which by the way is a but, really cool effect but please explain, else ask them to explain the difference between uh, a miracle and magic see that that exactly that now continuing on downward because we're gonna but follow the, that but, one up in a second can i, can I finish <laughs> the, the difference I, I could this i have the answer to is that just it's of if it's magic when it's of no real use to the church again so it comes back to the same thing yeah um but okay so let's let's drop the curtain again uh so that you don't see the man behind the curtain uh so what they would say would be that um this trickery did did not come from god because you know we don't feel god's presence in this you know translations we're not the ones calling the shots therefore we, we have to strong no we have to strong on this otherwise it's a threat to our power yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but of I mean, course god is just a, a a ventriloquist dummy yeah but they can't, you know, they couldn't outright say that because then this no. whole thing would have been blown apart years ago. And then you would have had that one, you know, uh, that, that one conspiracy theorist from, you know, um, 562 AD going, I told thee so, you know, uh, <laughs> of course that would have been great, wouldn't it? Um, but no, like even in, look at Dungeons and Dragons, you have your mages and you have your clerics. Now they both kind of use, well, they both use magic, but the cleric's magic comes from their God, not from any other source. So there's, there's a separation there between what we would consider magic and what would be considered a miracle uh, in that the miracle is magic that comes from the divine. Well, that's uh, their definition without defining it because they never, yeah, I mean, exactly. Like said, they exactly. never explain it. You know? Whereas for us, when we talk about magic, we've got two ways of, we've got two, two meanings that we can go with. Magic being otherwise known as illusion, leisure domain, sleight of hand. Mm hmm pulling off something making something appear to be in a way that it actually isn't through duplicity yeah wow. distraction that's 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 wow duplicity trickery. I actually said that right Tri yeah trickery um the amazing randy famously no sorry it wasn't randy it was um pen and teller famously would tell people at the beginning of their shows we are here to trick you we are here to lie to you and you have paid us for the privilege for us to do it and we're going to be honest about that which i always thought was like wow shit you know what he's, he's right they're going to be a lot the audience but but they're going to be honest and say yes we're going to be we're going to be lying to you now so that was good but the other part of magic is the idea of making something happen through non-technological means that otherwise is unexplainable. Now, I'm probably giving it a really bad explanation. 
and I'm sorry for that. But the idea that okay, yeah, sorry. No, what was it? Uh, even in a miracle, there's a there's a technique. Uh, it has to be done. It has to happen one way or another. It should be explainable. I mean, mm -hmm. no. Yeah, but um, with a miracle, it's done by the power of, as I've said it before, the great ultimate programmer. And if anybody's kind of getting the vibes from like Tron on this one, there's a good goddamn reason for it. No, I'm not going with the Matrix because screw that. It's user intervention, so to speak. Super user intervention, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's the it's the ultimate control C. Um, <laughs> uh, control C is is a that's a bad. No, you, you mean you mean the ultimate sudo? Same thing. No, no, very much, very much. No, 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 no. no hold on, hold on. <laughs> control C breaks a program. Right. In its process. Right. At which point you make a fix and you run again, you start it up again. Okay. Or, or if you're using basic, you can run at run starting at line number X. Okay. That's one I was unfamiliar with. And I, then again, the last time I did programming on a basic was Combi 64. That was a long time ago. I'm reaching Never right mind. Anyway, <clears throat> but, um, no, and I guess sudo would work the same way, except uh, there you're injecting something into a running program. Kind of. Yeah, okay. Okay, we'll go with that. And um, uh, Trippin? Yes. Trippin is asking something that I know I know a little something about because I was fascinated with Harry Houdini as a kid. Seriously. And as Trip was asking, didn't Houdini go around and call out so-called miracle workers? He went out and he debunked people who were doing seances and uh, psychic surgeries, I think. Was he, wait a second, was he doing that? No. That's how he started his no, career. Not, not, not psychic, psychic surgery at the time. Um, but he was... What ended up happening was he kind of knew some of these techniques that were being used for seances, contacting the dead and the dearly departed. And he adored his mother. And he was devastated when she died. And he went to one of these seances to try to contact his mother and figured out they were just screwing with everybody. And he made it his mission to take down as many of them as he could. And he was good at it. And he had to go in costume and makeup so that he couldn't be recognized. Because when these groups saw him coming, they didn't want him in there and they just didn't do it. But if they couldn't recognize who he was, so there you go. So, yes, yeah. Eric Weiss. The fact the fact that they wouldn't let him in, it, it kind of it kind of explains everything right there, doesn't it? Oh yeah, he knew. He knew. I mean, well, that's that's the same reason why you don't have uh, you don't have a card shark sit down at a table with a bunch of other card sharks because they know what you're going to do mm -hmm. because they've seen it. 
And like I said, that's also the reason why uh, Penn and Teller doing the whole um, fool us is is brilliant for them because they know so many tricks. They know so many effects. They want to be amazed again by people that are putting more work into making things happen that they've not seen happen before. And um, for anybody that goes looking it up, and and I should I should really see about putting it up in the in the in the show notes. There was one guy that fooled Penn and Teller with an Oreo cookie, and I, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the show notes. They should not have been fooled, and I am so disappointed that they were, because I figured it out. But that that'll be for later you guys can check that video later and tell me what you think in the notes but that's that's all the thing for later houdini hung out with Aykroyd's grandfather um i don't know about that but i know houdini hung from his ankles a couple of times over in new york city and got out of a straitjacket so um he was he was a little bit weird that way it's what he did on saturdays he was paid but you know, whatever anyway So where are we at this point? Try to figure this part out. What is magic? What is a, a miracle? Magic? We know what magic is. Magic is a lie that someone who is very skilled at misdirecting you will call that effect. And a miracle? Well, that's supposed to be the big super user in the sky changing the parameters temporarily for you. Mm -hmm. And if you can say that God did it for me, you're the special. Oh my God. I'm channeling my inner Lego movie. You are the special. Wow. Crap, that's not even that's not even wrong. That is what it all comes down to, isn't it? God, that sucks. <laughs> no, it's I'll, I'll tell you why. Um Bridget, I need you on this one for a second. Um going back to the days before you deconverted. Mm-hmm. As oh god, this is gonna sound so bad. I'm everybody, please forgive me for the way that I have to word this in order to get this out correctly. As a female in the church that you were in, as the female in the marriage in the church that you were in, your special place was as a breeder mm -hmm. this was considered a very high and lofty position correct i don't know about high and lofty but it was the position that was ordained for me <laughs> which okay let me let me reword it then that that made that made females special because you were the ones who would be bringing more uh, more soldiers, more quivers, 
for lack of a better way of putting it, into God's army. More income. It's, Again, you it's, have to you have to act as though the curtain is still dropped. Why? Be, um, because they, they would never that, tell you the absolute truth. I don't oh, know that, that we special know. was the right word. It was just you knew that this was your obligation and you did it joyfully because that is what God <clears throat> demanded of you. Right. And that's 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 kind of the piece I was going for because that's what God demanded of you. That's what you were told mm -hmm. God demanded of you. And mm -hmm. what was expected of all other women in in marriages, not outside of marriages, in right. that group. Right. Because because that was all the thing. But that position um again i'm probably using a really bad term for it that puts you in a position of i want to I'm, I'm i'm trying to think of the right word for it a special position of worth and worth i'm using in in air quotes here because Like like you said, if it if it was something that was specially ordained and specially accept, uh, specially expected and wanted, and it was only something that you could do, you kind of you kind of see where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hoping. Okay. So the reason why I'm going here is that. Like we were saying before, that makes women in this specific organization valuable to the organization at large, if not mm -hmm. to the individual. Sounds good so far. Mm -hmm. And to that end, makes you responsible for helping the group to further its own ends yeah. to, to, to be helpful to the rest of the group so that yes, there will be an army and I'm the one that's helping to make that army happen. And I'll do everything that I can to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's where the miracles come in because then comes up the question of the miracle of childbirth. And doesn't that just layer all on top of itself from that? Yeah. Gag. Just that sex. Yeah, it, oh. <laughs> you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say it only because we need a little bit of levity right about now. <laughs> about this point. <laughs> Wait a minute. But it was some, for some, for some the people. Sex was, the sex was no good, Joseph. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe for some people, even getting sex is a miracle. So <laughs> it would be at this point. <laughs> you know, that's a whole. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it because now is now is not the right time. We'll do it for later. the The point that I'm trying to get to the whole damn thing is, for your group, for your social circle deranged that it might be from our outside perspective on it now 
it made you, it made girls, women, feel that they were special and that they had a position that only they could fulfill the the needed peace and it was by that miracle of childbirth that they could fulfill that and it made them the special mm-hmm. i'm going with this so far right mm-hmm. oh just because the the entire goal you know somebody who depends on somebody else for their own survival is their their, their biggest question is am i doing it right and they need the approval of uh, whoever they've chosen as a leader, whatever guide. Um, so, in fulfilling that role, they're 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 doing that. Okay. So here's here's why I'm trying to I'm trying to piece that one together and and kind of go with you on this one. If somebody believes. Back up a second. If so, if someone says that something special happened to them, the sun stood still in the sky and didn't move because we were told by God that it hap- it was going to happen that way, which is a story from history. People said it happened. Kids, but whatever. If there was a story that someone told that a leper was healed just because they came into contact with somebody. If there was a story that someone saw a primitive form of life that we have not seen before and cannot account for in the current scientific system, and can no longer find, but you saw it, and only you saw it, or only you saw the person get better, or only you saw the sun stay up overhead. That makes that person the special. And that makes that person the center of attention. And Here's the last piece that I want to throw at you guys because of that. Is that not motivation enough for some people to go ahead and just, let's just call it what it is, lie about there being something supernatural that happened because nobody else can prove them wrong? Bridget, I'll start with you because I was I was hammering you on this one. It makes you guys the center of attention, whether you like it or not, f- until your uterus falls out. Is that not reason enough to go ahead and say that this is what you're supposed to be because patriarchy and, and, and overtake everybody by breeding them out? Um, yeah. I mean, that's what we were told to do. What's the equivalent of good boy? Just saying good boy. And everybody sees that you're being approved. You're you're getting a pat on the head. 
that you're doing the right thing. Uh, saying that, um, you know, person so godly. Yeah, it's the same all along the line. Yeah. Am I doing it right? And that's why people keep going to church every week because they're kept in suspense of, you know, they're, they're made to doubt themselves whether I'm doing it right. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right? Well, there was also excitement about the um, world's about to end any moment now. Oh. <laughs> Look at all these things that are happening. So. But fear is exciting. Yeah. You know what? Um, I, you know, shit. There's too many things running through my head, and I'm getting into a perverse mode, and I really don't want to end that way. So I'm not going to say anything. Damn it. Define perverse. <sighs> Fear, fear is 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 an exciting thing. Joseph, fine. The first thing that was coming through my head was, okay, fine. Um, so erotic asphyxiation is one of those things that we could be talking about right about now, but we don't have anybody on the panel that can properly talk about it because I don't want to be the only one that actually knows what I'm talking about. God damn it, I don't want to talk about this now. <laughs> Hi. I have no experience with it, so I cannot comment. I... Don't know if I believe you or not, but I'm going to take you at your word. Yeah, and don't you dare say a word otherwise. Well, I was going to say, she's probably had no experience of it personally, but who knows yeah. what she's seen where she works. I don't know. I mean, personally, I, I, I've never done that. So, I, And you can ask Daryl Ray. He can back me up on that. I don't think that you're married <laughs> to Daryl Ray. And I I'm don't, not. you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't. You know, you were talking a minute ago about the, the whole end of the world thing that was going to happen, you know, on this day. Well, and, we didn't have a specific day. It's just there's all these signs that are everywhere. Just like, Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, it, it reminded me of guys like Harold Camping. Oh, God. Oh, the rapture guy. Mm -hmm. or, or or the fact that, you know, a Texas license plate should have as its subtext any day now. Because <laughs> <laughs> apparently everybody in Texas is waiting for the rapture, which yeah, is why they're not okay. bothering to fix anything because, you know, God's coming, right? Yeah. But it reminded me of something I saw on Steam today. It's a new game. And it's called Rapture's Rejects. Ooh. <laughs> uh it's it's done by the same guys who do um what is it? Uh, uh you can't remember the name of the cartoon, like Cyanide and Bubblegum or something like that. It's Cyanide. Cyanide. Sorry? Cyanide. Cyanide. Cyanide happiness. Oh yeah, thank you. It, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 done in that art style. Yeah, and it's it's an isometric top down kind of like Diablo. Uh, it's basically you against a hundred other people in a battle royale, and the winner gets the one golden ticket that will uh, have them be forgiven and go to heaven. Oh, sounds like the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> I saw uh, that. Or, I, is it, I, or is it the Mormons? I may be wrong. <laughs> Maybe there's only a select few. First, they have to sacrifice the Jews. Then they have to, uh, yeah. Then they're in an all-out competition to have uh, very few seats. Yes, yes. You, you may have guessed already. 
I'm the devil. You can call me Toby. Mm. Yes, uh, Christians, if you would come this way. Yes, it turns out the Jews were right. Mm. By the way, uh, for anybody that's uh, watching currently, uh, because if you're listening after the fact, uh, sorry, uh, I just pulled it up. Raptor Rejects is play for free ends in approximately 13 hours from mm -hmm. our recording time. So, yes. Uh, sorry. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, rapists and adulterers. Yes, just form a line in front of that little guillotine there. And and the French over there with the Germans. I'm sure we have lots to talk about. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rolling it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to be over there with the little guillotine. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah, a perfect. God, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm seeing a Rabbi Tuckman from Robin Hood Men in Tights. I do hope. You read, <laughs> I do hope that you've read your Bibles and, you know, preempted before you came here. Because if you read your Bible, it'll tell you that it's damnation without relief. Well, I'm, I'm, what's the, what's I'm, the commercial plot plot fizz fizz? Oh, Alka Seltzer. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a squatty potty. I know, and I and I only know that one because I've actually had to pop a couple of those the past couple of nights because I've had really bad heartburn. Mmm, that's good ice cream. Yeah, Brid Bridget caught it. She 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 hurt. I I hurt. I I did. That's horrible. <laughs> You're welcome. There's some people that are going to be commenting on the video. Like, and uh, heartburn wait, isn't it just an ulcer? Uh, no. no, I'm not nearly that stressed. I, I can. Uh, there is a positive correlation to my eating spicy food and getting heartburn. Mm. And this. too much pudding. No, too much pudding has a completely different effect. Um, ask Socrates. <laughs> we'll we'll see about uh, we'll see about Socrates. That's, killed him. That's not why they killed him. Anyway, um, any last items that anybody wants to say because uh, because we're getting. We're getting close, already close well it's been two hours whether you think that it has been or not yeah like i said before the show time is relative yes it is and the relative part for me is um my relative is going to be going to see hamilton to today, today and i have to be awake in order to get him to friend's house so i i have to wake up in uh Eight hours. Oh my god! I think I slept five hours last night. Yeah, I, I had I had less than that. Yes. Anyway, I'm sorry. Off the off the topic. Last sentence for anybody because um, because why not? Don't all go ahead at once. <laughs> <coughs> Joey, you know what? You've been you've been quiet. Any anything? mostly because I've been stuffing my face. That's fine. Like I said at the start of the show. I just pulled two big trays out of the oven. One was a triple helping of lemon pepper chicken. And the other was a decent sized helping of seasoned salt uh, potatoes. Mm. Okay. That sounds yummy. I'm a simple, oh. I'm a simple man. But, uh, Damn, what was our topic tonight? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of went all over the place here in the yeah, last. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say it. You know what? I 
I'd like to think that once upon a time there was real magic in the world. Largely because it's it was kind of cool. But what I see, um, what we're able to do with science these days, and that we're able to see things that we can't quite explain yet, but knowing that we're almost there, I believe in that a lot more. I Something doesn't have to be unexplainable to be magical to me. It just has to be something completely unexpected, completely explainable, co completely falling in the laws of science, physics, and nature as we know it, but still a one in a million thing that if you can see it once, it's magical. That's my thought. I, I can't close with one thing that, you know, magic is basically, um, I'm getting kind of tired of my repeating myself, but it's always going back to survival instinct is that, you know, we'd love to have the option to have whatever we want, whenever we want, and to be as comfortable as possible. And believing that that's possible, um, you know, like uh, even as a kid, you know, imagining we have superpowers, that's a great example of that. Um, just just make making believe that that kind of thing is uh accessible well it's it's kind of a comfort bridget any any anything left over for you at this point mm, no okay did i just drop another lead balloon no <laughs> it's all good and uh joey I know that you just gave me a pain in the No, I just, I just, what? No, I, I, I don't you know good? what to say right now. You no, know, I, I got a face. Fine. I get, I got a face full of chicken and potato. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, it's perfectly fine. I've been, okay. I've had a very busy, I've had a very busy week. So I'm sorry that the only time I could actually fit in time to eat today was during the show, but hey. It's fine. It's fine. So here's, um, oh, by the way, uh, Trippin has also, by the way, said uh, uh, tablespoon of baking soda in a cup of water helps yep. with my heartburn. Yep. Um, that if it's heartburn, which is acid reflux, that's doable. If, however, it's um, your bile duct getting stuffed up with gallstones, that's not going to help. I'm just saying from experience. Now you see. And if it's thermite, I... please stop hanging out with Adam Samage. Yeah. Um, okay, not quite going with the thermite thing, but um, as far as number two goes there, I don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, the idea when you find when you suddenly find out that what you had wasn't heartburn and it was your body trying to digest itself from the inside out, let me tell you that goes over real great when you're laying there in the hospital and the doctor's trying to explain to you what happened to you. Anyway, that's not to do with the topic. Let me dovetail off of something that Dallin had said that it is 
just you can have something explainable and yet still be magical and there are a couple of things that i thought about instantly being in an area with no or very little light pollution and setting up a camera to take pictures of the sky so that you can see the milky way in all its grandeur and glory i did that three weeks ago you're lucky but there's one other one that i've heard of that i've seen video of because i've not seen this one personally myself it's something called the green flash it is possible at certain times on the ocean to watch the sun go down over the horizon and if you're lucky you will have the orange red light of the sun at the horizon suddenly become a green flash for just a moment it's a color that we otherwise never see it's always white white yellow yellow orange red as it goes down but green that's a magical thing that very rarely happens i should be so lucky to one of these days be able to see it do we know how that happens yes does it change the fact that it's an absolutely magical event it's magical because it's so rare because it makes us special for having seen it is this the end for the boy wonder will the riddler succeed in his nefarious plot now see now 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 i've got frank gorshin's laugh in my head and i can't do his laugh justice and i'm not even going to try so with that it's time to call it to a night thank you everybody for being with us tonight as always we hope that you had yourself a great time and found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and got something to think about for yourselves so let's go ahead and uh, say good night around the board good night guinness i hardly knew you oh, it, was, it was good believe it or not I don't seem to mind the Guinness. So I, after I'm done with the last can of which I've got one left, am I going to specifically pick it for myself again? Mm, probably not, but that's okay. It's mainly because I've still got a whole bunch of wine and I'm really behind on drinking wine. I should really pick up the pace on that. <laughs> that's another thing for later. All of you guys over there in the live chat, uh, dripping, <clears throat> feel us. That was all that was all thank you guys of course as always um for the crew thank you very much joseph thank you for making it through and uh you have yourself a good rest of your morning you too sir thanks for having me on always a pleasure joey you go and um have fun battling the cat for whatever's left of the food afterwards <laughs> i guess I, I don't know no no he's he he likes to believe that he's starving. He's never he's never starved a day under this roof, but he thinks he's starving. Um, they all do. Yeah, I was I was I was gonna say, but uh, we'll come Dear to that diary. In a second. Dear diary, 
it has come to my attention that my food bowl is half empty and I shall soon starve to death. I've tried, I have tried to alert the authorities, but they're either stupid or I can't remember the rest. <laughs> oh God. I, I, this, I know what that's this, from. I'll have to this, find it. This may be my last entry. Try to find that. Thank you very much for your time, man. Bridget, thank you. I'm glad you were able to make it to the end, and uh, your yeah. tiny little terrors did not interfere with anything tonight. So, yeah. yay! <laughs> I don't know where they are. They're probably asleep, which is good. They're lying in wait. Uh, that would be bad. <laughs> They're upstairs on the laptop ordering shit. Because uh, they know you're be busy. Cats. The cats do that. They order dominoes, I swear. <laughs> Keep that in mind. If anybody wants to find you, you can uh, find me on Facebook. My name is Bridget Fitch. Or you can find me at my blog at bridgetfitch2112.wordpress.com. Thank you, man. You take care of yourself. You do. Alan. Oh, good lord. It's not been nearly cold enough yet, hasn't it? No. Um, no regrets so far. <laughs> we'll see how that plays out. Well, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm, See, I'm don't, joking about this because we joke about Yellowknife. And don't, right now, go putting, don't go putting that juju on me right now. We actually no, I, have some decent... I won't say warm weather, but we have warm-ish weather for the for the season right now and i need it to stay that way at least for a few more days because i've got to replace my, don't, okay i gotta replace don't, don't 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 worry about it don't worry about it if you don't say if you're telling us don't put the juju don't talk about it don't tempt the greek god murphy just <laughs> okay <laughs> dallin Thanks for being on. <laughs> no problem. Um, of course, um, if uh, looking at our faces is uh, somewhat offensive to you, uh, you can always check out the audio version of this show over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. And if I ever get the brainwave that I want to uh, write something down that um, might not fit in with, uh, with everything else, uh, you can catch it over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Thank you, man. And um, just for the, uh, just because I, I think I, I should really ask it, um, you actually believe in, well, I, I don't know how to basically word this. You believe in abject slavery, don't you? Because I'm looking at your clock and you still are treating that thing like some poor bastard stepchild that still doesn't have a new battery in it. It feels so bad looking over at that poor thing. And I think you've just got to be whipping that thing and telling it, give me the information I need. You just go back to sleep. Over your shoulder. I know the clock you're talking about. And... That's not even close. I'm trying to convince people to actually come over and see what I'm talking about. It's a thing. It's a thing. <laughs> Shh. Whispering is contagious. So, so you're saying next week I shouldn't have the battery replaced? Is that it? I see dead people. It's free well, real estate. I, I wonder how many other podcasts have actually people I don't, whispering on you it. Know what? I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> 
got to do something to bring up the numbers. We've got I've, numbers. I've, been a guest, fusions. I, I've been a guest on two other podcasts. Neither one of them even remotely related to what we talk about on here. So no, of course not. <clears throat> anyway, so thank you everybody for joining us. I hope that you had yourself a good time. Uh, of course, um, just swing over to YouTube so you can see some of the stuff that's going on. And if if you step over YouTube, you can have one of these. I got a bunch of them. It's Christmas season. I'll hand them out every time I can. Oh. I'll actually save several of them for um, the Speaker of the House because sorry, 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 sorry. I'm going to be nice because the frat man's coming. I got to be nice. Which Speaker of the House? You mean Pelosi? No, I don't, I don't want, I don't want, uh, yeah, there's things, there's things, there's things. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to do this now. I don't want to do this now. We'll do this okay. later. I promise. We'll do this okay. later. Okay. Um, the show stuff that you people are going to want, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. Everything that you need is over there for contacting us. Plus, if you want to leave us a voicemail message, phone number is 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. And if you want to help us out, of course, you can always uh, donate over at patreon.com slash hctv and we'll just put that into the uh, uh, into the hosting for the for the show. We appreciate that. Um, I did say earlier that uh, there was a topic that I wanted to cover that I was thinking about covering tonight, and I forgot about doing it. But I'm going to say it so that I don't forget it for next week. I got to find out who it was that put it up there. But somebody had put up a Facebook poll to find out, and I'm going to paraphrase it. If you could put out information that would bring down Donald Trump, but you knew the information was wrong, but uh. you also, but you also knew that bringing down Donald Trump would save a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of heat and a lot of grief. Again, I'm paraphrasing. Would you do it? And the straw poll admittedly this is not the great greatest poll in the world came down as for the majority of people something along the lines of no. 65 35 or so said if i knew that it was a lie no i would not do it even if it would be helping people and i want to talk about that even though this kind of steps on uh, some stuff that we talked about before I want to see if I can get who it was that put the uh, put the poll out because I got to find it again, and I got to see if I can convince um, Courtney, Doctor Nuka, to come back and talk with us a little bit, if possible. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get him, but I'm going to see about uh, getting the word out over there because if there's anybody that I know who knows about how people operate and think as as a culture and collective, I think he's probably one of the few people that we can call on who is not going to be completely put off and doesn't have to sign a paperwork that says, yes, I put in my community service this week. Hmm. We'll see from there. I remember seeing that poll. Yeah. And we, we just got to track it down and um, we'll link it over on the Facebook feed and we'll get you guys uh, information about that. And I'll see about lining this up a little bit. Um, Sounds interesting. It it really was, and uh, 
Trippin had also just asked, why not no other president has lied as much as Trumpsky? Um, we'll talk about that next week because I don't want to I don't want to talk about it now and get it started. But believe me when I tell you, I already have my thoughts about it, and I read a lot of the stuff that people had written, and I agree with a lot of them, and I understand a lot of them. But we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk about that one ourselves later once I got the information for you. But otherwise, we got to get out of here because I've got notes to get and um, we're a little over time. So you all have yourselves a great night. Dallin is sticking up for himself over in the live chat now, so thank you. But otherwise, please all take care. Very good care of yourselves. And if you're in an area where the temperatures are getting up and down and up and down and up and down, please safe travels. Please safe travels. Till the next time we get together, everybody, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. Whatever holidays you celebrate this season, I hope they're enjoyable for you. And of course, my lady, 13 years on, I am still in love. Not today. Fusion, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Until the next time we get together, everybody, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>